Sarah, how are we doing? Patrick, we're great. Wait, now wait. Did you watch the 60 Minutes interview with Joe Biden, President Biden? I did. Okay, well, tell me all your thoughts. I want to know. I, I actually thought it was good. What part? <laughs> what part? Wait a minute, Patrick, come on. You didn't think, wasn't that a refreshing interview? At least you got some straight answers versus when they would interview President, former President Trump or Chris Wallace tried to, and it was always, you couldn't get a straight answer out of him. I, I gave President well, Biden Well, I think credit. you got answers. I'm not sure they were accurate and or straight answers, but you got answers. Yeah. I mean, he's a pleasant man. I mean, relatively like, you know, he was able to walk and answer and, and sit and answer. Um, you know, there's, you know, some, some news came out. He claimed the pandemic is over. You know, I said, we still got some work to do, but the pandemic is over. He said, we will fight we will use U.S. troops to fight to Taiwan if China was to invade. And then, uh, you know, the, the, as typical with, with President Biden, his administration had a, you know, clean up on aisle 46 the next day on almost everything he said. You know, there's no policy change on Taiwan. And, you know, uh, we're still fighting COVID. Yeah, he said you know, he did say in the interview we saw some work to do on COVID, but his tone was clearly it's over. But are and you then, happy about that? I thought that was great. Good for him. I am, but you know stand. what? He just used emergency, uh, an emergency declaration related to COVID to give, you know, you know, ten thousand dollars debt relief. He still has issues at the border, you know, in terms of uh, re related to COVID. So if you're if you're declaring the pandemic over, then so goes all those other. Uh, you know, executive orders related to COVID can't have it both ways. So they, you know, they had a tip as typical with president Biden, they had to crawl everything back. Um, I thought it was actually, I thought it was surprisingly good. I, I knew the Taiwan thing would be obviously a huge gaffe, you know, that he um, pr probably revealed too much, but I mean, I thought he was now, look, I mean, a lot of people don't think his administration. I mean, listen, he didn't fall all over himself like Trump would sometimes or, you know, completely be disrespectful. Yeah, he was presidential. He answered the questions. I don't believe either he was straightforward in his answers or, you know, I mean, listen, his answer on inflation was an embarrassment. He said, yeah. you know, you know, he, you know, well, it's 8.3 percent. It only inched up. No, inflation's year over year. People are paying 8.3% more on most things than they paid a year ago. In some cases, groceries 13 to 15%, okay? So he 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 had no empathy at all on that issue, right? So was it a good interview? I don't know. I, I think there's some great talking points for the Republicans coming out of that interview. Pandemic over. He didn't really think inflation was a big deal. Or, you know, and, um, you know, they're going to use troops, U.S. troops to, to fight Taiwan. And, you know, so, you know, good's debatable. Okay. I, yeah. I was actually yeah. impressed. I thought it I thought it went well. I thought he sounded like he had a clear but what's plan. Your, but what's your, what's your bar? I mean, yeah, he answered questions. He was, he, he, he was relatively coherent. That's good. He should be. He's the president. I mean, I mean, listen, oh I understand God, I, thought it was I understand in terms of interviews, Trump, you know, our expectations are very, very low. But, you know, they his administration had to run around the next day and clean up most of what he said. So, 
I don't know. We'll see. But, I, I um, thought they, I thought they, I personally, I thought he was very clear on COVID and then his administration, the media, the media blew it all up. I mean, he said, like you, you said this in the follow-up, he goes, the pandemic's over. COVID is not boom. That answered the question, but all everybody focused on pandemic over, you know, then his, I'm like, if you watch but, the full but, interview, but what is that? he's not hold saying on. it's not over. But what does that mean? Of course, COVID, COVID well, will never be over. Neither will colds, neither will the flu, neither will be other viruses. Like, that that, that makes no sense. You're just trying to prolong. Either the pandemic's over or it's not. It's. Oh, I thought that was pretty clear. I mean, I think what he was saying is this whole worldwide pandemic of, like, no travel, kids out of school. Um, well, well, that's been over for a year. You know, only, I, only, only the Democrats haven't realized that it's been over. Well, for a there year. you go. There are people you and I know them. We see them every day. They're not over the yeah. pandemic. I thought yeah. that was a great statement. I mean, listen, for for his first interview, I believe in almost a year, uh, who, a man who very, 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 very rarely answers direct questions from reporters. Uh, yeah, he did fine. Um, you think it will come back to haunt him about Hunter Biden? I mean, they asked him, obviously, if Hunter Biden was a national security threat. I don't he think says so. No. Okay. Honestly, I don't. I think if there was anything – listen, I think Hunter Biden is probably just a really bad guy. And, you know, President Biden's his father. I'm sure he was around. Do I think President Biden did anything that rises to, you know, where he would – you know, his presidency would be at risk – no, I think that would have been out by now. Um, so, no, I don't. And by the way, it's his son. You know, listen, unless there was direct evidence that President Biden benefited or he used his direct influence as vice president to help Biden, uh, Hunter, make significant money or, or whatever. Uh, listen, do I think he probably used some influence? See, that's always a question. And this is where I will defend the, the president in that, you know, you're the vice president, you're a 30 year senator, you're Joe Biden, you know, people are going to gravitate to your son or, sure. or try to use that as influence just because of who you are. Right. So did, did president Biden go overboard or commit crimes? I, I don't think so. I think that would have been out by now. I, you know, I think to me, to me, that's the Republican mistake, as usual. And we've talked about this for the last two months. Republicans continue to screw up this election. They have everything in their corner, all the talking points. Economy, still struggling. Inflation, still high. Crime, still high. The borders are a mess, right? They should be winning easily. Schools, testing, terrible, terrible. Okay. Democrats are looking worse and worse as every day goes on on how they handled the last year of COVID. Okay, so everything is in the Republicans corner except for Trump. Abortion. And the so-called anti-democracy right wing of the party. So, you know, if the Dems do better than expected, it's not because of the Dems policies. It's because the Republicans screwed this up. And usually it's the other way. Usually the Dems screw it up, right? So um, listen, the, the Roe v. Wade yeah, that's a big decision, one. although much heralded by many right-wing conservatives or 
more right conservatives, I shouldn't say right wing conservatives, more right conservatives might turn out to be, you know, a blessing in disguise. And, and I don't mean for women and all that stuff, but in terms of pure politics, it might be a silver lining for the Dems. Right. But I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they would rather have it not had been overturned, but it might turn out to be some sort of silver lining where, you know, people rally and they win some elections they weren't so, they, they weren't expected to. They win some governorships that they might have lost, some Senate. Maybe they pick up two senators and then they could go after the filibuster, minimize the losses in the House. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll I, see. I think that you're right there. Um, let's talk. You want to talk Trump really quick? I mean, it's it's don't you think we're getting closer to an indictment? I mean, kind of a big statement from that master's judge yesterday, basically saying to Trump's attorneys, can't have your cake and eat it, too. Essentially saying that former President yeah, and then, Trump and then Trump criticized the master as soon as, you know, the, you know, Typical Trump, right? We want a master. Da, 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 and then the guy's like actually applying the law or, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> right. And- I mean, they Trump's team says they declassified all these documents that he had. So then the master is saying, OK, turn them over. They're declassified. And he's of course, toast. there's nothing. I, listen, yeah, I, he is toast. Well, I think he's toast. I think he will be indicted, whether he's convicted or not. I don't know. And I've said this for a month, you know, since it started. There has to be an indictment. There has to be. If if all of this comes with no indictment, complete egg on the face, Trump will have a rallying cry. He'll, he'll you know he'll, he'll look vindicated, or at least he'll look like you know, as he said, they're after me. It's a deep state conspiracy and all that stuff. Uh, so I do think he needs to be indicted. Um, Oh, I, think I still don't. Be. I still don't think he runs. I I still do not think he runs. I think if he was getting ready to run, and maybe this is just my own opinion. Again, me trying to get in Trump's brain, which is very dangerous. Um, <laughs> I think he'd be out there criticizing DeSantis a little bit. I think he'd be out there. I think he's letting DeSantis do what DeSantis is doing. You know, with the migrants to Martha's Vineyard, and you know all this other stuff. Um, I don't think he minds if DeSantis's popularity rises. You know, now DeSantis is being sued uh, by you know the migrants who who went to Martha's Vineyard. Really, obviously, that's being funded by clearly you know progressive or Democratic sides of, of the aisle. Um, DeSantis seems extremely confident that all the I's were dotted, the T's were crossed. I'm sure he. Uh, DeSantis seems yeah, like listen, a smart man. I, I mean, I don't I, know if you heard what I don't know if you heard what Charlemagne said on 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 this podcast. He said it's absolutely genius by DeSantis and Abbott. Absolutely genius. It put it puts the light on what's going on. It makes the administration look even more inept on the border than they have been. It 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 makes even it makes every reporter who wouldn't be discussing migrants and border issues discuss them. Um, there's going to be no lawsuit of significance or indict. I mean, come on, it's a joke, right? So, and by the way, the federal administration allegedly. And not even allegedly, I believe it's been confirmed, was doing the exact same thing. They were flying migrants up to New York State like last summer. So, you know, it's interesting, though. Sanctuary cities seem to be not as 
sanctuary <laughs> as, you know, they claim to be when they get hit with 50 migrants on, you know, white, rich Martha's Vineyard. Wow. What a reaction by Martha's Vineyard, right? Um, I'm not shocked. I mean, are you really? I mean, that's that's the whole to me. I feel like that's the hypocrisy sometimes in the progressive Democratic Party. Is it like they always want to tell you how to live? But then when it's like in their backyard, it's it's like here in Los Angeles. Right. I mean, there's no cash bails, all these things. Well, the real a lot of the people, in my opinion, who are behind and funding this live in like Pacific Palisades where there's like no, I mean, they don't live in neighborhoods impacted by crime. So, of course, they don't care if there's no cash bails. Like, I, I think that's the same thing. I mean, I will say this. The state of Maine is a great example. They finally, um, Janet Mills, the governor there, finally got to the point. You know, they were accepting a lot of Somali immigrants. It, you know, mm -hmm. it's such a strain on, on the economic But think about what Texas and strain. Arizona have dealt with for all these, for years and years and years. Well, I'm assuming I mean, they get a ton of government aid probably to well, deal with it, you know right? What? I, yes, I assume so. But it's still a, an absolute strain on those border cities and, and towns and, and the entire state, the infrastructure. Like it, it's September and the Department of Homeland Security announced they've already interacted with over 2.2 million migrants at the border. Mm -hmm. Broke a record. Oh, right. I'm not shocked. So where so Lori Lightfoot, who's the gov uh, the mayor of Chicago, who, by the way, might be one of the worst mayors in the history of Chicago. OK, she actually said something I agreed with the other day. She criticized the Biden. She said, where's the federal response on this? What now, you know, what Texas and Florida have been. It, it was like she completely broke ranks and said, where is the federal response to this? You know, you could debate. You know, whether they were manipulated or are they being used as pawns? Yeah, probably. But the border issue needs addressing. It needs immediate addressing. You know, I thought I thought Kamala Harris was supposed to be the border czar. Like, where is she? Where is she? Exactly right. Where is she? I was trying to think so, who criticized her yesterday that we um. Actually, I think it was here in California. People were saying we hear, we see more of Gavin Newsom, the governor of yeah. California, than we do our vice president. Did, that you, did you see the spat that uh, him and DeSantis are having about debates? DeSantis told him, uh, you know, bring your hair gel or wear your <laughs> – Look, <laughs> I think more. they'd be really good. I mean, you know, Gavin Newsom is a smart guy. I don't, I don't I think I agree. I will say that would be a fun – It would be awesome. It would be great. That would Two be very, a very fun and a brutal – campaign if it was DeSantis versus Newsom. And I think it I would mean, be so close because um Oh, I think it so would close. be super close. So if you know just playing this out real quick, you know, assuming things go status quo in most states on an electoral basis, you know, you're talking about Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, I think absolutely would flip back to DeSantis. I would think Arizona would a border state based on how DeSantis, you know, his 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 um, uh, his, his um, how he how he's addressed this migrant issue and so forth. Um, yeah, I, it would be bad. It, you know, it would be a. I think it would be an unbelievably. And by the way, they would spend a fortune.
Right. Oh my I god. Mean, well, that's insane. You don't need to spend. It's like so crazy all this money. But I don't. I think it. it look, I I find it refreshing with Biden and at least with Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. Like I feel like at least we have three people that I feel like at least care about this country. I I just don't get how people are still talking about President Trump. This guy oh, is such an asshole. It's like he doesn't care about the it. country. It's so it, like I, I give mean his President candidate Biden his credit. candidate and his candidate in Maryland. Dan Cox is down by 22 points. I, I don't get it. What you're, are people... By the way, you're talking about a state that voted for Larry Hogan two terms, left probably with a 60-something, 60-ish range approval rating as a Republican governor in a blue state. And this guy, this guy's down 22 points? Although, I, you know, again, polls are all over the place. You know, there was... Um, uh, Atlantic Journal Constitution poll that came out yesterday that says Herschel Walker is actually up oh, yeah. against Warnock. It says Kemp is crushing Stacey Abrams. The Maris poll had Warnock up, uh, you know, I think four. So I think the Herschel Warnock race is is extremely tight. Clearly, Herschel's not getting all the Kemp support, and my guess is. Um, that's just because Herschel's probably not the best candidate. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. What do you take by, I mean, because now Mitch McConnell is sort of coming out, right? Isn't he going to help um, uh, Herschel fundraise? He's going to help which... Herschel, but he did pull, I just, I, I believe I read this morning that McConnell is pulling <laughs> um, Republican Senatorial Committee funds from Arizona. You know, so I think Kelly's going to win Arizona. So that's, you know, a state where maybe they thought they could turn one of the seats. I think Oz is in big trouble, despite the fact that I think Fetterman's a terrible candidate. Um, so, yeah, listen, I think it's going to North Carolina's touch and go in terms of the Senate. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy next uh, seven weeks, seven weeks from yesterday. I know we're so close. It's, it's going to be midterm. well. I do think the Democrat. I I don't know. I think it's going to be very close, and the Dems are going to do pretty well. I mean, people I think are just still so upset about Roe v. Wade. And to your point, I mean, I don't know. Is that a blessing in disguise? I mean, maybe it is. You know, um, but people are still so upset about that. I think. Yeah, um, listen, I think when people go on October, you know, twenty ninth, twenty seventh to the supermarket and. It costs three hundred and thirty dollars instead of two hundred and twenty dollars for your groceries. Uh, you know, then they go into the voting booth. You know, I think, and I don't know if that's being captured in these polls, right? The the, the abortion, your thought on abortion is baked in already, right? The question is, is you know, do you get hit with more increase? Does your car, you know, does your car need a repair and it costs you triple? Or do you go look for something and you can't find it? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, rate. it's crazy. So, so I, I do think that if if things are going to break at the end, I think it'll break toward the Republicans because I don't think there's any issues that it'll break toward the Dems that aren't baked into your thought process. L listen, if you're pro-choice and you're in a state where you think that it could go the other way, depending on who you elect. You're, that you've made your decision on that, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're on the fence, and you're saying, well, maybe the economy will get better over the next two months, uh, but.
but if inflation comes out another 8% or 8.5% or whatever, and, you know, in September and then October, you know, just is, is tough. Um, and the market continues to drop. You know, I, I think my gut tells me if things break one way or the other, it's going to break toward Republicans as we get closer to election, not necessarily Democrats. And by the way, Stacey Abrams, she loses toast. Is she toast? Is her political career Man, over? Yeah, she'll probably or, keep or, going. Or does Newsom pick her as VP? Two-time loser for, for governor, and she'll probably be the vice president choice, right? But isn't that That's kind how- of the name of the game? for? I mean, they seem to all, lots of times they lose, like, a well, lot. Look at and Kam- then they- Kamala Harris. She, she yeah, didn't many- even make it to the first primary, and she's vice president. Oh, I, I think I think Stacey Abrams has a political career regardless. I, I don't think I don't know in that. World, I don't know. Do you think you, you obviously I don't, think it's like, I don't you think I don't think I don't think you can pick a two time loser for governor as your vice president. I mean, I guess you could. But the Democrats are I, like, oh, hold my beer. They're like, watch. They'll yeah, do well. it. <laughs> No, I don't know. Um, uh, so the Queen, did you watch the Queen's funeral on Monday? I watched a little coverage here. Not a lot. I have to say, no, I just, I, I'm not into it. Um, you know, it's fascinating. I was, I was kind way of. Way too long. Two weeks. I mean, two way weeks. Too long. I was a Team Harry, Team Meghan fan, but I do understand how people are critical of them. I think they kind of looked, I don't know, not, you know, they, they clearly looked outcasts of the family. You know, Harry's writing a tell all book. I mean, it. You know, I, I don't really get that whole pomp and circumstance. Obviously, here in America, we broke away from that. So I don't know. Yeah. But I guess as a person, I've tried to just research her as a person. And, you know, it sounds like she was a really exceptional queen. That- I, I guess it gives the country and its citizens something to, you know, embrace or rally around or feel pride in or, you know, which yeah. unfortunately, you know, in many cases, depending on who, who we elect, we don't. <laughs> yeah right? that was that was my that was what i felt like yeah at least with the president biden interview i was like at least joe biden i feel like tries like to do what's best for the country i mean certainly he has a lot of influence and it's That's not always i right, think joe great. biden's body of work is admirable for his entire career right so you could disagree and or agree with policies, his changing positions on policies, his moving to the left. You could debate his age. Is he up to the task? All that stuff. I don't think what is debatable is that he, listen, he served the, he served his country, you know, his, his, his son served. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, he, he's just a, I think he, top down, I think he's a decent human being. That doesn't mean you sh- shouldn't be critical of him if you disagree with his policies or think he has turned out to be not a great president. I mean, he ran multiple times and the country didn't think he was going to be a good president, so they didn't vote for him. See, they voted for him this time. They voted for him this time because he wasn't Trump, right? So. Uh, what do you think of his approval ra- ratings jumping? I mean, you know. <sighs> I yeah, feel they're like- coming up. Well, I've so I've seen thirty-eight to forty-two. I've seen forty-two to forty-four. Um, again, I think it's you know, I don't know. I mean, 
you know, you think it's, it's, hard. it's it, it, all these polls and ratings are so fickle, yeah. right? You just, I mean, you know, one month it's this, one month it's that. But, you know, it does seem like he's had a series of wins. And it seems like, whether we disagree or not, that the American people seem to like this $10,000 student loan relief. Um, you know, I think you actually, make it. No, so actually, I've, I've seen polls where, you know, 20, 25 to, to, to 35 year olds, his approval range is only 37%. I think it's the older folks that middle class older folks who seem to be gra- white college middle class older folks seem to be you know gravitating a little bit more toward him based on some of the you know the the uh, inflation reduction act which really was a climate you know tax bill uh, some of the infrastructure stuff. Uh, well, he's gotten this but- gun you know at least some gun reform. It's not enough, and you know. I, I hope yeah. they can go even stronger. But um, no, I, I feel like if at least it feels good in this country to like somebody doing something. I mean, just yeah. four years of Trump, like we, ugh, God, it's so. I feel like at least you begin to see like, oh, it's what? exhausting. Trump. I mean, the whole Trump factor at this point is just. I think it's just exhausting. It is. It is. And and I and, just, and if anybody, and again, listen, crazier things have happened in this world, but. If you're sitting there truly thinking Trump can win again, I think you're out of your mind. Oh, you know, I could God, be proven wrong, so. you know, mark this day down, but I, I just don't see the I don't see the path for Trump. I don't. I, I just don't. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, okay, we say that, but I don't know. You know, to people. But like, listen, on an electoral basis, anything can happen. Could Georgia flip back to Trump from from four, from from three years ago or two years? Yes. Could Arizona? Absolutely, based on the border crisis and and, and the economy and other things. Hundred percent. Could Michigan? Doubtful. Could Nevada? Maybe. And that's it. Game over. Trump wins. So like. Yeah, you know, it's because I don't I don't think North Carolina goes back to Biden. I don't think. You know, maybe, you know, so so I, I don't I don't you know, unfortunately, a lot of this is baked in and you're down to three, four, five, six states. You know, does Ohio how Ohio would vote for Trump again? Okay. Ohio's gotten more and more red. I mean, you know, look, we we talked Virginia? about Virginia. Listen, Virginia was much closer than everyone thought it was going to oh. be. What Youngkin is governor now? Could I'm Virginia curious. flip to a Trump? Mm, I don't know. Doubtful, you know- doubtful with Northern Virginia being so populous, but. I- you know, I don't know. Hey, uh, okay, now that we're on Yunkin, I'm curious your thoughts. So Yunkin's had an interesting couple of weeks. First of all, he's yeah. reversed the um, – I don't know if they labeled it. I probably am saying this incorrectly. But, you know, the trans debate that was big in Loudoun County about um, gender and bathrooms. Now, Yunkin's mm-hmm. reversed that. So you have to use the bathroom based on your gender at birth, right? He's mm-hmm. gone back to that. He's also seems to be kind of testing the waters a little bit for his own presidential run, right? He's doing some speaking engagements. Looks like he's doing a little bit of traveling. What's your take on Yunkin? I mean, you're there in the Virginia area. Do you feel like people are liking Yunkin? Um, what is Fox 5 hearing? I mean, were people? I'm assuming in Loudoun County, they were probably happy about this bathroom reversal. It was just so toxic. Um, yeah, so I think... 
I don't have I I don't have a direct thought or insight onto if people his his latest approval rating, which was a few weeks ago, was fifty five percent, which is pretty strong. Okay. okay, so that's a good sign for him. I certainly think Loudoun County, most of Loudoun County, probably applauded this change. People certainly people in Fairfax County, not so. Arlington, Fairfax, and you know, you know that more progressive area. You and I have talked about this issue. It's a tough one. Um. Yeah, I'm still I'm still uncertain why we can't just have a third bathroom that could be used if so, you identify whatever you identify. I, don't uh, know. I, mean, listen, I, I mean, think a lot so of these. I think a lot of. Just well, you have give to them have, a, their own bathroom. Give. You you, pro- yeah, it has to be a single singular bathroom sure. that can lock. But in a school with 600 people, can you just have one bathroom? Right? Do you have to do two? Yeah. I just think it's a it's a very complicated issue, and you know I think it's. You know, I've said this before on this podcast. It's an issue that I think affects trans. I think it's an issue that affects women more from those who are trans women. If that if that's yes, I'm saying that correctly. That's the argument. Is it's a safety issue for, you know, uh... and this is not an indictment on, you know, I'm sure I'm sure most trans women in schools there's no safety issue right it's either uncomfortable safety whatever i think as you get older certainly when you start getting into shelters and prisons and we've talked about the sports issue i don't think it's an issue necessarily that affects men from trans men right i you know i think so i think it's a tough issue and anyone who says it's not a tough issue for for those who are running schools and daycares and you know youth sports it it's a it's a tough 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 issue right and i think it takes a lot of understanding and debate and uh but i think debating both sides isn't a bad thing right sometimes if you're debating anything that it doesn't conform to the way the trans community thinks they call people transphobic right away right and i don't think that's fair so i think it's a very fair issue to discuss um you know and then you get into debate on age right what's the appropriate age for 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 puberty blockers what's the appropriate age for any surgery or other hormones way above my thought process on that. Right. I do think parents should be involved. I think if you're trying to exclude parents on all of this, I think that's not good. Uh, yeah, I, do I, I don't under- even see how that's legal. That, that's but so I do crazy understand, but playing devil's advocate, I do understand there are some of these individuals probably are afraid to come out, afraid to admit or, or, you know, say what they truly believe or feel inside themselves because they might have tough parents or, you know, people who don't understand. So I think they're afraid they feel more comfortable at school with teachers and guidance. And I think that's okay. Uh, But when you start getting into treatments and, and counseling and, you know, anything physical in terms of 
change or anything. I, I you know, I'm, you know, I think the parents have to be involved. I just do. I do. Uh, and is that, you know, 16, is that 18 when, when that changes, you know, I'm not sure, but if you need a permission slip to go on a bus to Mount Vernon, you probably should have the parents involved in some of this is, is my take. So, yeah. Um, okay. Real quick. Wanted to ask you, you know, just touch on COVID really quickly, but in New York city, it made headlines. Um, something like, isn't it almost 2000 teachers, teachers aides being fired. They don't have the COVID vaccine. Uh, so mayor. At, oh, um, but the, but, but the pandemic's over, right? Biden, right. Pandemic's over. Hey, see, that's what I mean. I look, Idiot. I, I agree with Biden. Tufts university. Tufts University in Massachusetts, you have to get the specific new booster for the variant or you can't go to school on campus. What, Tufts University, one of the top 10 institutions academically in the United States, are a bunch of morons, anti-science idiots. Like, how but is this? Yeah, but I, don't, I feel like no, universities are in uh, liberal arts colleges are they're They're in their own world. You go there. because any, it's, any person who was fired for being unvaccinated should be rehired with back pay. Hundred percent. Number one. Number two, any institution that's still mandating the third booster or masks, honestly, should lose their accreditation should lose their accreditation because they're not serious academic institution because they're not following the science. They should, whatever, if they have a science program or a medical program, it should be eliminated. It should be decertified because it's just politics at that point. It's idiotic and it's just it, – it's, it's, I debate this with my husband all the time. How, how can you mandate a vaccine that doesn't prevent you from getting – the virus. No. Am I nuts? I said, finally, finally, says, New nuts. York City schools. Finally, New York City schools are going to let student athletes play, even though they're unvaccinated. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess if the vaccine completely worked, I would understand. But our I friend, our it. friend Joe DiCipio went to. Um, where did he go? He went to a theater this week. I can't remember which one it was. Do they demand your vaccine card? And no, he had to wear a mask. He's like, what? What? What's going on? Really? Where? That's crazy. I haven't. Uh... It was uh, obviously the venue, you yeah. know, required it. I, listen, I, you know, you know, you could debate the mask all day long, but mandating vaccinations that don't. That's what blows my mind. It. Because at that point, you're only protecting or trying to protect people from themselves. Because if they can't, if early on when we thought the vaccine pre prevented you from getting the actual virus, I was in 100% agreement. Mandate vaccinations. Because you should not put my health at risk. Right. But now we know that's not the case, completely not the case. So therefore, you're going to mandate me, you know, it just doesn't just doesn't make sense. Look, I mean, my look, I'm my mind is blown, too. And isn't that America? You get to choose. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's listen. there's laws like seatbelts. People try. Oh, it's like seatbelts. No, it's not like seatbelts. Right. There's data, data, data. 
Yo, yeah, but seatbelts are a choice. I mean, you could get a fine, and we know if you don't if you don't yeah. want to get vaxxed and boosted, you don't have to. You could die. I mean, but isn't yeah. that America? I mean, isn't that the choice? And you it's, certainly, you certainly shouldn't be fired. And, and look, isn't it like the Patriot Act now? I mean, you know, there's a lot of. It started out with good intentions. Now they can spy on anybody they want. I mean, you know, it's kind of. I mean, not. You know, look, there's some. There's some things, but you know, that's the thing about government, right? It starts out with good intentions, but then where does it go? Yeah, it's, kind of, that's... it's a slippery slope, and that's you know, power is intoxicating, right? Well, it, it, what's sad about New York and other cities, Washington, D.C., although I guess I think everything's kind of being pushed back, pushed back, and then you and I talked about this, probably it'll just go away. It's just the kids lose, right? The kids lose, and so many of these yeah. kids that like they and they've were... been losing for two and a half years. I know. They... That's the bummer. It's like. So <sighs> CDC said, I don't know, in the last couple of days, 91% of all deaths were 50 plus. Okay, so so the yeah, because that's the big argument people are making is still I think something like four hundred people a day are dying from COVID yeah. related deaths. Okay. They're probably very old or unhealthy. But my point is yet kids were the most put upon by far in this pandemic. Instead of early on coming out and saying businesses can remain open, but if you're sixty plus, stay home. Can't go, stay home. Or if you're 60 plus, you need to wear a KN95 mask if you go out. If you're 60 plus, you shouldn't be in a crowded space. If you're 30, you're probably fine. But no, it was one size fits all. And by the way, I get the first two months, three months, fine. But when you had real data, you know, supporting or dis or 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 or, or not supporting that premise. It, the CDC was woefully, woefully slow, um, you know, so I, listen, we can relitigate how, how the, all that was handled, you know, um, ad nauseum. All right. Tell me what's going on in sports. We're headed, we're, we're week two NFL. Um, Commanders I like- are one and one. My Raiders are zero and two. I think Josh McDaniel, who's the head coach of the Raiders, should probably be fired already. Okay. Just terrible um bills are rock stars uh so you know nfl's cranking ratings are great oh i'm sure they're like uh, enormous. they're very good you know baseball starting to head toward the playoffs you know we're getting uh what two and a half months from world cup getting exciting oh. on that front great i can't wait i'm gonna have to watch every game terrific damn straight you are <laughs> Damn straight you are. That's the only thing I agree with Dan on. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, believe me. It'll be on nonstop. He, I think it's the um, day after Thanksgiving. There's all these games. Dan's like, we, we can't go anywhere. We, we have to so stay. Real like, quick before we hang up, something locally happened here Friday night. Oh, yeah. What? Gaithersburg, Gaithersburg High School in Maryland and Northwest High School in Maryland, two, two good football schools, Northwest being a very, very good football school. Uh Massive bench clearing brawl, violent brawl on the field. What? Game of high schoolers? High school. Game was obviously canceled. Both teams had a forfeit, uh, but it gets worse. So it looks like allegedly uh, coaches, including the head coach of Northwest High School, uh, Travis Hawkins, okay. ex, ex uh, 
all American played in the pros for a few years. I got to Google. Um, is has been charged with misdemeanor assault for punching someone. I'm not sure who, who he, he claims I've read. He claims that he was grabbed around the neck. So you have a co- coach being charged with assault. You have allegedly, I mean, being charged, allegedly committed the, the, the assault. Then obviously it spilled outside. There was five arrests. Police officers were punched. Um, uh, so yeah, just crazy scene. So they're, you know, Montgomery really? County Public Schools trying to figure out how to handle that going forward. Uh, just not a, not a good scene when you know supposed to you know even a football game now isn't you know like can't why even go do to these a football. Coaches act so badly. I mean, it's just I, like... I don't. Understand. And again, it's all alleged. I you know they, there's there's some video that looks like. So we'll let the investigation play out, but he definitely has been charged. There's a there's a charge. We Fox Five reported yesterday. They showed the 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 charge uh, in the in the court the court documents or whatever it's called the arresting document, not arresting, but charging jo- documents. But uh, yeah, so cra- crazy scene there. Uh, what else in sports? Um, not yeah, not That's much. Okay. Oh, so on a personal note, I was fortunate enough to I traveled to Kohler, Wisconsin this past weekend. Okay. Which is two hours from Chicago. It's the home of Whistling Straits golf course. Okay. They have two. They have the Straits and the Irish. And then Kohler also owns two other courses, the River and Meadow at Black Wolf Run. Okay. Uh so Whistling Straits is where they had the Ryder Cup last year. They've held three PJ championships. And I played on Sunday. Okay. It was a bucket list item and it it hit all the marks. It oh. was just just absolutely you have to walk, you have to use a caddy. It was absolutely spectacular. I actually played fairly well. Only a couple, you know, crappy holes. But um you because know, you're ner- like you know, I'm a fifteen handicap, which is, you know, Okay, but not great. Okay. You, know, you can have some great, you can have some good rounds and some really shitty rounds. So you get on that course, which is intimidating. You got the lake on one side, depending on which direction you're you're hitting. A lot of huge bunkers, and you know you just want to play decent. I mean, you know you're not going to light it up. It's too difficult of a course, but you just you don't want to embarrass yourself, right, okay. in front of the caddy. <laughs> so that was good. I did not, and. Uh, but it was beautiful. I mean, great, great complex. Wow. Uh, great resort. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, it's been a good couple of weeks for Patrick Paolini. All right. I have had a good couple of weeks. So <laughs> it, it culminates this weekend with uh, my, my, uh, my, I belong to a, a club here. It's the member member. Okay. So I'm, I'm playing with my son-in-law. Okay. Which, you know, we could be ex- in-laws by the end of the, the three days, depending <laughs> on how we each play, right? But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, and then that'll be in technically the official end of the summer for, for, for us. And but, then what's uh, going to happen? Like, you're going to, like... Total <laughs> total detox, 20 pounds oh, police, gone. Oh, Sarah! We've heard this. We've heard... Uh, how many years have we been doing this? Every... Sarah, I'm hitting all-time highs. Every... My, scale, <laughs> my scale doesn't know who I am anymore. Every quarter you're on a diet okay all right well yeah we'll see we'll Sarah. see it'll be and then it will be the holiday season you'll have something well that's what i'm saying Giving christmas party so, so so 
you're at the danger zone now. You you know what I mean, Sarah? You're you're at the point now where if you don't do something from the end of September to Thanksgiving to at least you know drop ten pounds, seven pounds, whatever, something, and you hit Thanksgiving at close to an all time high, then you got Thanksgiving, fo- more football, well, Christmas. Um- what filters are you using? Because your face doesn't look any fatter on Zoom. It's it's, it's all in the uh, it's all the drinking alcohol gut they call it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, so listen, I you cannot cross over into January. You know? Do you want us to high. start like fat shaming you on your Instagram? Like what would help? Well, listen against <laughs> Bill Maher says fat shaming is okay. People should be fat shamed because you know what? America's not healthy. Obesity is the number one killer, I believe. Heart. To- or I, mean, I should say illness, he's Ill, illnesses related to obesity is the number one health concern in America. I think that is the truth that. Yeah. I don't know if I like I don't like fat shaving, but it no, is sad. I mean, that was Bill Maher was saying. Like, I think he was being facetious. He's like, but, you know, we shouldn't embrace someone being 150 pounds overweight. Like, you know, your body, your thought. No, sorry. <laughs> See, but then I could make that's, a whole that's, argument. That, that's, that's, Bill, why... that's, that's Bill Maher talking, not me. That's Bill Maher talking. I'm just being but clear on that. He has a point. It's like we don't we don't control what people eat. Why are we controlling if they get the vaccine? It's just that's what's nuts to me. It's like people can eat. They can choose to go to McDonald's every day. I, I don't think they should. But, oh, I don't think they should. But, you know, God, that's I your can choice. Go for I haven't had McDonald's in so long. Okay, I can go for McDonald's your, right now. This is your problem. Double, two cheeseburger fries. No, dude. By the way, have like... you ever like. You're healthy, but have you ever like, you know, you're going to try to start losing like next Monday. So you say, ah, I'll have McDonald's today. It's fine. Yes. Yes. I did that for years. And then I went to mindful eating. I was like, I can't keep doing this. No, it's awful. Oh, all right, Patrick. Well, all things right, look Sarah. good for you. Um, the show's looking great. Lunch. Wait, yeah. What's it called? The new Lion. Uh, Lion Lunch Hour, 11 o'clock, number one again all week. Uh, doing extremely well. Excited about it. Um and uh, we got another one coming that we're, we're the, excited about. Lee uh, Boyd Melville, when does the DC Sniper podcast drop? Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Okay, because that was an interesting yeah. ruling. He he got re- um... Actually, sorry, today. today I, I thought today was Tuesday. It dropped today. Today. Interesting. The 21st. Today's has... the 21st, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 21st. Yep. He was denied. Uh... Denied. Yesterday or two days ago, he was denied. Bail, right. On the... <clears throat> I forget what he was denied, but yeah, you were... he, he's he's never getting out. Oh God, I hope. But no. you say that you say that it's like because they're gonna. I feel like they'll keep they're gonna keep appealing and appealing and appealing. And I mean, <sighs> who knew yeah, that I mean, you we'll know um, Ronald Reagan's near assassin would be Hinkley. out? Hinkley is out, so you never. And, and that man shot a president, so they yeah, did. You know, you wonder they're gonna keep going and going. Although he didn't kill anybody. <sighs> No, but I mean, they. I, I, I'm so curious about that. I'm podcast. not saying he should be out. I'm just saying, right? Because uh, you know, he was 17. Lee Boyd Melvo was just 17 when he was kind yeah. of, you know, influenced. So you wonder. Be, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay. All right, Patrick. Where do people follow All right, you? Uh, Patrick GM Fox 5 DC. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.